Andrew Pitkin here on KNEM KNMO on a City Beat program as we have City Manager Mark Mitchell in here. And Mark, thanks again for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll just start off with uh, some Parks and Rec things to tie up. Of course, we've been talking about the pool a lot, but it got going and it's been open. So how's it been going? It's been going well. It has been a challenge to get it open. We've had to replace, uh, like I said last time we talked, uh, a a major pump. We've got that replaced. We still have a leak at the pool we're unable to find. We're working on that. But we're so gracious to have our staff and and the community back us and have that pool open for the community. And we also got to hear from Shana Meisenheimer a couple months ago. So how's it been going with her as the new pool manager? Oh, she's doing a great job for us. She's getting everything in line and, and all I've heard is good things. Absolutely. And the lifeguards, everything seems to be coming along well. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've employed to have all full staffing. Uh, we've trained 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds, and they're doing a great job. Sounds great. And then also just another item as well, or you need to mention about the pool, is is there's a project coming up tomorrow. Yeah, actually, we'll be closing the pool at 6 p.m. tomorrow. And that is due to um, we need to dress up some of the painting that we just had done. Uh, but we will be able to reopen on Friday at 1. All right. Well, sounds good. And then also a T-ball coach pitch. Those things are coming to an end here. And so how fun was it for you to be kind of a, a semi-parks director? Oh, we had a blast. And I just want to thank the coaches, the parents and the, the kids for playing with us. And, uh, you know, I think it went really well. Uh, we did hire uh, Emma Bruce to kind of coordinate with help me with that. She did most of the heavy lifting. and uh, But we had a blast. I just want to thank the community for supporting us. And we look forward to a great year next year. And also, you know, the pool and T-ball and Parks and Rec in general, how nice has it been? Or what has the response been that you've heard, you know, of course, with last summer, so many things couldn't get going with COVID-19. So what is what has the community said to you about having these things again? Oh, I've only heard good things. And I do want to state that we have uh, Patty Hood back from uh, her maternity leave. So she's running the community center and she'll be addressing some additional recreational programs uh, in the summer and in the fall. And we have uh, Shelly also, who was kind of filling the gap for and she's uh, managing the golf course now and doing a great job out there. And also another item as well that's not necessarily Parks and Rec, but it is one of those fun things that's coming up is the Bicentennial for Missouri. And it's kind of a statewide thing, obviously, 200 years of the state of Missouri being around. And so what's Nevada going to do to celebrate that? Yeah, we're excited about that, uh, doing an ice cream social. And uh, the council, we took to the council uh, last night to have some tourism money fund that, to have a great community event, not only ice cream, but maybe some kid games. And we're just excited to not only celebrate Missouri, but also celebrate Vernon County in the city of Nevada. Absolutely. Well, sounds good. And then we'll move into some of those, uh, I don't know, some of those more serious matters, I suppose. We'll talk a little bit about street improvements. So first off, we've been talking about Johnson Drive for a while, and you've got some updates with it. Yeah, and I, we apologize to the citizens. I know it's been a mess out there uh, due to weather, uh, but we're moving along uh, very well out there. Um, we're looking to have that hopefully resurface by the end of July. Uh, so just bear with us, uh, but it'll look great once we get it all done. Who are the ones that are doing the work for the city? Yeah, it's our public works department. They do a great job. And you'll see them all over town. We have several streets that we're working on. Uh, North Pruitt will be working on uh, North Elm and also along Ashton Street by the high schools. And there's some 
roadways that are broken up. So we'll be all over town. We're hoping to have the contractor come in by the end of July and to have all those roads completed before school starts up in August. And I'm also just curious as well, where's the money coming from to do these projects? Is it budgeted? Where does it come from? Yeah, actually, it's a half-cent sales tax that the citizens were gracious to extend for us. And that's what funds our streets improvements. We budget about 500000 every year. And that's, depending on cost, it goes up every year. But we're able to do about 20 to 30 blocks uh, annually with that money. Absolutely. And another project that we've been talking about for quite a long time, of course, the Austin Bridge out there. And and there are still some deliberations, I understand. So what exactly are those conversations like right now? Yeah, the last correspondence I had from them, they're looking at the 1st of August, and that might change. Uh, It might be moved up or it might be moved back. Uh, But right now, the correspondence we've got with them, we're looking at the 1st of August. And I do want to say to the citizens, uh, we do have a detour plan that we're working with MoDOT on, and we'll be publicizing that. So we'll give everybody a heads up on what routes they can take uh, to get from the west side of town to the east side of town. Speaking with City Manager Mark Mitchell uh, of the City of Nevada here on your City Beat program. And also just another thing for people to be mindful of that that Highway 54 connection between Fort Scott and Nevada can get pretty busy this time of year. And so what would you like to say about that? Oh, yeah. And they are resurfacing that from state line, uh, from city limits to state line. And that is going to begin next week. Uh, So just be mindful of that. Uh, There are alternative routes they can take. uh, But just be mindful of that and expect delays. All right. Well, sounds good. And then also just want to take a look at some of those. We talked about Johnson Drive, of course, a part of the reason that that's getting widened and and smoothed out and everything like that is the Freddy's business that will be coming there. The Freddy's ice cream, which you've already had a little bit of. What do you think of it? Oh, yeah, I'm excited. I love Freddy's. (laughs) (laughs) And so what what do you know about them and and when they're looking to get going? Yeah, the the last conversation I had with them. And again, this is all subject to change. Uh, They're looking at uh, opening the end of July, maybe first of August to the community. Again, uh, weather may have held them up on a construction site, uh, but also out there, I just want to, there's a lot of development going on in that area. Uh, we're fortunate to have several businesses that are not only building out there, but also looking to build uh, and a lot I can't go into detail about, uh, but I think you'll start seeing some development happen in that area. I think I was talking to the mayor two weeks ago and he said it's it's been blurred what he can talk about and what he can't talk about. So yeah. I know that's probably hard for you to keep straight, too. But it is. Uh, but but you mentioned as well or before we got going with this interview that there's a dispensary that will also be out there of some kind. Yeah. And if you drive out by the Walmart area, you'll see that uh going up. Now, I don't have an opening date for that, uh, but I know they do have a time frame uh, to be open by state law uh, so they can actually start selling. And a month or so ago, we also talked about a Tesla charging stations yeah. that were coming here, which I don't know, you don't always think of Nevada as a Tesla charging location, but uh, how did how did all that come about? Yeah, that's a very interesting um, story because what Tesla did is they wanted to have the ability to go from coast, east coast to west coast uh, in electric car and we just happened to be on the route 54 and so they're putting uh, charging stations at our casey's uh location at austin and osage so that's what's going on in that area if anyone wants to know will you be looking for an electric car now uh no (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a convert yet but but maybe in the future (laughs) well other things that are electric as well uh, you're working with a scooter company at this time looking to possibly bring in some scooters for the community to uh i don't know how it works but maybe swipe a card and then take it on going down the street 
Yeah, we're in conversations with uh, Bird, and they, people can Google it if they want, but they're already in Pittsburgh and Fort Scott, and basically they're electric scooters that um, require payment for use, and we are working with them. Um, we're probably looking at putting them out by Cotty and around maybe the square to just have people another opportunity to transport or another opportunity to get around in our community. Do you know where these might be allowed, whether it's on streets or sidewalks only, or how how might that work? Well, we're working through that, and with the, the new ordinance that we passed to kind of limit uh, motorized bikes, so we're kind of working through that, and that's kind of why the delay is. And working with legal with uh, Bill McCaffrey? Yeah, exactly, with legal and, and state statutes uh, to make sure what is allowed and what's not. Absolutely. And so what do you see as the main benefits? You mentioned Cotty College and some of those students being able to use them, but maybe uh, other people around, how will they be able to use these scooters if they do come here? Yeah. If you've been to any uh, metro cities, you see them buzzing around and they're really a blast. And I, I just see the ability to get people from point A to point B. And I think it's not only an economic driver, but it's also uh, a way to show to the the outside community that we are progressive. Absolutely. Well, Mark, anything else you'd like to say here as we wrap up? I know we covered a plentiful amount of points. Uh, we just have a lot of things going on in the city, and I, uh, I'm, I'll do my best to try to keep everyone updated. I do want to give uh, a plug, though, for the new citizen engagement tool. Um, and we hope the community will um, participate in that to where they can uh, report concerns from their smartphone or website or by email. And that way we uh, are more engaged with the community and we'll be able to track uh, our concerns and get back to them in a timely manner and start getting some of these issues resolved. Is that something that's already live? Yeah, no, it's not. I'm in works with them. Uh, we're getting that established and set up. I meet with the, them in the end of July, and then we hope to have that online by the early fall. All right. Well, sounds good. Just let me know when you do. Yeah, we will. And we'll talk about that. <laughs> sounds good, Mark. Thanks so much. Thank you. That is Mark Mitchell right here on KNEM KNMO, your City Beat program. He's the City of Nevada manager. I'm Andrew Pitkin. Thanks for listening.